Happy Friday, guys, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bill T. Well, uh, another Friday, another good podcast, and we've got plenty to come for you in just a few minutes. But before we get into that, I want to remind you guys to make sure you support our sponsors, Ross Wolf, high-quality aftermarket parts built for VW enthusiasts by VW enthusiasts. Why don't you guys go pick yourself up some pretty rad stuff, some of their billet shift rod couplers, or even their stainless steel decklet hinges. Go check them out at rosswolf.com. And don't forget, VW Trends Magazine Go subscribe today at vwtrendsmagazine.com and you get to see a picture of your boy right in the first couple pages. So if you see that picture, go ahead and share it on your social media. Let people know that you're a, a fan of Let's Talk Dubs, that you listen. And don't forget to share the podcast. We love when you share the podcast because it helps us grow organically. And one of the things coming up I wanted to mention was the Volks Group 2024 event. So these guys are going to be putting on an event Memorial Day. It's called Memorial Day Mayhem, May 24th through the 26th. And that's going to be at, at Samoa Drag Strip in Eureka, California. So that's going to be May 24th through 26th, the Volks Group event. And then the next one is going to be August 30th through the 1st. That's going to be the Ohana Reunion 2. And that's going to be taking place at the Medford Drag Strip. So that's your Volks Group events that are coming up this year. So make sure you guys mark your calendars, check them out. Who knows, you might see me and George at one of those events. So I hope to get to one of those at some point this year because uh, the old red dragon needs to be cut loose from her barn. So uh, today, on today's podcast, we're going to be doing an update. We're going to review some of the show coming up. We've got Buses by the Bridge just took place. We're headed to Grand National Rose Show. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. And we got a little roundtable with me, George T., and even a special guest. So without any further ado, guys, let's get into it. A little bit of roundtable for the kickoff of the show season on this week's Let's Talk Dubs. You probably don't know that there's a new Volkswagen out that doesn't look like a Volkswagen. George T. Bill T. What up? Let's do it again. <laughs> Song's so good, listen, I had to hear it bro, twice. Listen, I, I got to fix this game. This game. Okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just turning up my volume in my ears. How about that? There That's you even go. Better. Imagine that. So now, but I'm looking at the monitor and the volume's kind of low, so I'm going to have to edit this before we shoot it out. Uh, but nonetheless, we're here, we're in the studio, and we've got lots to talk about today. We just wrapped up just recently. There's, there's lots going on in the VW world on our side. Um, some other things that are happening, but the show season pretty much just kicked off with buses by the bridge. And that's where you went last weekend. I went last weekend and you went a little longer than I did. Yeah. I leave on, I leave on Thursday. So you posse down there with the Las Vegas Volkswagen club. You guys have been going down there. How many years? The first year I went was 2003. That's the first year. Yeah, I, went. I think the first year I went was Oh five. Mm-hmm. So if you've been going since Oh three, then Las Vegas Volkswagen club has been represented since Oh three. All the way to 2023. We got a we got a regular spot that we have and 17 buses on it this year. Yeah, and the first time that I went down, I went down with me and Scott in the trouble cab, and I was in the yeah. bull run bus. And before it was the bull run bus, and we just kind of parked on that. We got some pictures of the cars on the beach, and then we just literally drove there and back in a day. So yeah, and that's typically what I've been doing. A couple of years ago, I did camp overnight when I bought a late model bay window, and 
Got to kick it in camp a little bit. It was fun. Last year when I came, I drove the limo bus, mm-hmm. and it was raining the whole time while I was there for my yeah, visit. Yeah, Saturday sucked day. last year. It rained. It rained. We had beautiful weather. So Thursday when I got down there, it was freezing. Yeah. It was cold, cold. And we knew that even driving down there was freezing. Like I had an electric heater blanket in my bus to keep me warm even in the daytime. And then that night it dropped down to the 30s. When you're camping at night, that 30s can, can get pretty cold. But yeah, the rest of the weekend had beautiful weather. Great times. Saturday night was beautiful. Great turnout. Obviously, that that I mean, people were in line the week before, which is insane to me that they were. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, it's I'm spoiled because we have a we have a reserves pot, but we've also been going there before. It was the bee's knees. We were going there anyways. You right know? before it was cool. You're saying yeah. you guys were there, yeah. and you know, buses by the bridge. It's it's definitely something like I know you love going there, camping out, doing all that kind of stuff. And I and, and I like to come down for the day to visit. It just kind of depends on my mood. When we had a camper, like if I had a nice outfitted bus, like a camper, mm-hmm. I'd have no problem going. But, you know, and, and also I got so much stuff going on that I just don't normally make the time to go. So I usually just bomb down there a day and back. And so I grab my buddy, Mike Kennedy, who tried to drive down the day before. And he had a, little, his motor. Yeah. He had a vehicle issue. So and, and crazy enough, our buddy Chris Vuk was coming back had a tow bar in the back of his car, Just saw him. Luck. Like, how crazy is that? Yeah, saw him. awesome. He actually passed him, and then Chris, just by chance, because Mike was trying to get it running, so Chris called Mike, said, hey, man, I didn't see you back there. I lost it. Are you doing okay? He's like, well, actually, I just broke down. He's like, you want me to come back? I'll turn around. So Chris turns around, goes back, and then it's like by the time he gets back, he's got – you know, he's got our buddy Justin LaFont Beetle Barn and he's like popping the valve cover off and he's like, I'm getting ready to start taking this thing apart. And he's like, you know what? I'm not gonna take it apart. So I take it apart here on the side of the road. This is gonna be a whole ordeal if I don't have yeah. what I need to fix it. So odds are this is a sign. I'm gonna connect to this because like I got my tow bar. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna connect to the tow bar. But meanwhile, Chris then had the tow bar but didn't have a hitch. So he had to, had to drive and go buy a hundred dollar hitch at U Haul, come back, and then they towed it back to Vegas. So and the funny part is we have this group text going on and uh, Mike, Mike's like, all right, guys, you know, everybody went down Thursday. Mike was going Friday. I was thinking about going Friday. He's only Friday after work and like two o'clock. He's like, I'm on my way. So me jokingly, I said, sending prayers. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then I felt super bad when like two hours later he called and was broke down and, and, and well, way to jinx it, Bill. And drug now it we know why it happened. So then I, not a mechanical failure. So then I hit, yeah, I was, I was voodoo. So Bill's I, will. Then I called him and I said, dude, what's going on? Uh, what's happening with your bus? He's like, oh, I think it's this or that. And I said, well, I'm thinking about going tomorrow. You want to just roll with me? He's like, because, and then Mike's one of our boys. You know, you get, we all have that friend that's in the VWs with you way back in the day. They get back in when everybody gets back in and then life, things happen, their car breaks down or whatever. Then they kind of go on a hiatus for a little bit, but they still got their VW and they're still one of the homies. So Mike's one of those guys. And then Mike finally just got his car dusted off and was headed back down there and then, <clears throat> has this little snafu so it was good because got to ride down with mike we just kind of talked the whole way down hung out which is kind of my favorite thing just hanging out with one of my buddies i haven't seen it forever and we just drive down there went there let's see we left here at about seven o'clock seven thirty in the morning and if i've got a little youtube video on my youtube channel uh you guys can go check out some of the details on that stuff we left here about seven thirty in the morning and then uh rolled out to uh Made it pretty good, no problem. Shot, you know, we go from here to Searchlight and then Searchlight to the 40 and then down to Havasu. Pretty uneventful. The bus was humming, dude. I mean, we got 
you know, if you go if you go to your George's YouTube channel, you'll see how our buses cruise. And we and when we tell people our buses cruise at seventy, like we're big motors, tall gears, and they're they're built to run. So I think a lot of our stability also comes from having seventeen inch seven and bigger wheels on them. Yeah, the lower profile. You don't get that same swaying other cars do. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I was even watching when Sean, in my video, you'll see Sean is towing a puck. And he's got the 17.7s on his bus. And the puck's going nuts. And yeah. that bus is like a rock in front of it. Just yeah. stable as could be. I think a lot of it has to do with our with our wheel selections on our car. Because like when, when Dunkel had his full-size um, single cab with the big all trains on it he could hang with us because he got a new gearbox but he's all over the road but he, yeah he's just all over the road no matter what you did for alignment he's got these freaking six inch seven inch tall sidewalls and the thing's just swaying like a freaking tree well yeah it's the, you know, what it is is the aerodynamics <clears throat> and, and yeah the aerodynamics of a bus contrary to what people believe is super it's shaped like a wing the front top of it's curved mm -hmm. the bottom's flat just like an airplane wing and if you get enough air underneath it the thing just starts to drift which is why um i don't know if he's got sway bars on his but they did make an air dam for a bus that kind of pushed the front front end down a little bit, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's get uh, some splitters. Make it look. I was actually do want to do splitters on the front of my bumper, like some cool ones on the corners. Well, let's just kind of settle down, dude. Well, I'll have to, I'll that have kind of speed to, I need it for the stability. I'll have some to arrow. approve. I'll have to approve the rough. Some draft functioning arrow. I'll have to approve the rough draft. So my bus kicked butt is all I got to say. So I went down and hung out for the day, kind of cruise a swap meet, shot a little bit of video. And I actually, <clears throat> the deal of the day, like I went down there, I always bring a little bit of money in case I see something I have to have. And usually there's never anything I have to have. And I was walking through the swap meet and then this dude is selling an air conditioning kit he pulled out of a bug. And those new AC kits are like 2,500, two grand, 2,500 bucks, somewhere around that. Not that I need one or had a plan to put one on a car, but I happen to be at Irwindale back in October, I think it was. So I was down at Irwindale at the bug in walking around the guy's got a whole type three ac setup out there and he went through this whole process of building everything and he says and i'm just you know i'm sometimes just window shopping i'm like what do you want for the the, the ac blower for the type three and he says 25 bucks and i'm like 25 bucks bro i'm like he's like and it comes with the pulley the bracket and whatever to put on your type three motor and i'm like that's the last thing i needed was that to be that cheap because now i'm just gonna buy it so i bought that brought it back here and then funny enough i'm at buses and that guy's got that setup out there for sale. And it's a new Gilmore setup. And the guy's asking 250 bucks for it. And I was like, man, that's cheap. And so I looked at him walking through. And if you listen to my video, and I, it sounds kind of rude because I listened to myself. I was like, ah, it sounds kind of rude. To like, like if you don't know kind of my demeanor. But I just said, well, I don't really want it. But if I'm coming back through and I've got 200 bucks, if you want to get rid of it, I'll take it for 200 bucks. But I don't really need it. You know what I mean? Like it was just kind of saying... I'm not like it's this is purely an impulse buy. And so he was like, for two hundred dollars, I will walk it over to your car. So he, he loads it up and walks it over and loads it in my car. And now I got an AC. Now I got one more thing in the garage, dude. Perfect. One more thing. Actually, I got 50 more things. But so I just did that, hung out for a little bit um, and then uh, hit the road. Probably got on the road about two o'clock to th about three o'clock and i made it home by five so left here by seven thirty-eight. got home by 5 p.m so but you were down there and how and you you just swapped your trans if you guys are following george's youtube channel he just did a i just did an iris conversion it's actually the same gearbox i just changed my differential on my side plates so all the gearing stack of it was built by artigas transaxles and i had the hansen transaxle install a artigas transaxle supplied weddell super diff for irs 
and old speed supply and side covers and did the whole dub fab suspension conversion on it and it's night and day difference do you feel, do, do you, what is the biggest difference you feel I'm a little just the stability the stability of the car is insane like uh, i also really upgraded my shocks to a very nice uh fox ride tech shock and that made a huge difference in just the recovery especially like we go the kingman way and the kingman way is known for just trash roads and they are but we would hit those and you know you feel the car do the shimmy and it just corrects right away as opposed to before it'd be like you're getting a little bit of that linger afterwards after you hit those dips. Right. And it just feels it feels better. It just feels the world better. So we uh, we did that. So so obviously you're busted great down there. You mm-hmm. had a good time. You're there for the whole weekend. There was one situation where there's a guy passed away that was down there. And this guy. Um, yeah, he drove like a school bus that had like a uh, – Westy attached to the top of it. I think the gentleman's name was Randy. Am I correct in that? I'm going to get you all the information in just two <clears> seconds because that's what But I the did. gentleman was in hospice care and decided to go down to buses, which I think is pretty dang cool. Like yeah. He just wanted to go one more time. Obviously, he knew he knew he was going to pass. Yeah, he know. was uh, kind of rounding out the end of his life. He was in hospice and decided... You know, before he goes, he wanted to he wanted to hit buses by the bridge one last time, and yeah. uh, the ad was in uh, a copy of the paper down there that says, "Friends bring terminally ill man to Havasu for final appearance at VW bus event." And so he had a modified '94 Bluebird American bus with that other bus grafted on top. It's like a Westie on top of it, like a yeah, bay and, window. Uh, let's see what is. His name. I, I think it's pretty beautiful. Uh, good on him on that, you know. If it's what he was passionate about and what he loved, much better than just like chilling in a room somewhere waiting to die. Yeah. So, Randy Crowley was his name. So Randy Shout Crowley. Out to Randy. R.I.P. on that one, brother. Yeah. So uh, let's see what it says here. Um, yeah. So it's like the, it was crazy because it's like the last day that he was there. Like he he got down there. I think they said they had got out and got by the water and then uh, got back in his bus later and just kind of passed away in his sleep. So that's beautiful. Um, yeah. But but you know it, it's what's crazy because it's like such a you know the bus thing is is such a like a community, right? I mean, there's. It is. There's just, you know, there's all the different types of people. It's kind of like high school, right? There's a bunch of different types of people, but there's they're all there. You know, it's kind of the same class, if you will, of people. But it's... Um, These buses have been hanging out with each other forever. Yeah. Think about it. Because in the 60s, like the hippies owned them back then, yep. being hippies. In the 80s and 90s, all the deadheads had them, and all mm-hmm. these buses were hanging out together. And now they've been dispersed into... The, you know, back in, back into the wild, and they still congregate. Yeah, like people still bring them all together all the time. It's no, kind of nuts. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a cool hangout. I mean, we've been the one I haven't done. I haven't done that buses and buses by buses and balloons. It's in uh, I haven't done Albuquerque, that but <clears throat> I've been at, I've been at Albuquerque. I've been in New Mexico, and it's uh, New Mexico is beautiful. It's it's a serious drive. It's a drive. So, but I thought that was some of our coolest scenery when we did bull run, like going through New Mexico and climbing them hills, like. Yeah. It was beautiful there. We were cruising we were cruising up through these hills like ten thousand feet and it was pretty wild. But we've got uh we you know, so this officially kicks off the show season and so there's gonna be some shows coming up. We've got Octo in so next week is Grand National Roadshow and Octo. Correct. Plus from same in week, the weekend yeah. of the February third. 
And now, and, and right now, I'm going to bring our special guest on. I'll give him a, a buzz here, and he should be on standby with his phone, ready for ready for pickup there. Yo, hello, Bob Daniels. Hello, Bill T. All What's right, going on, Bob Daniels? <laughs> welcome to the show. Hello, Bob. So, oh, I'm live. What, what's well, the prize? Well, there is no prize. Oh, my. Su- surprise. Yeah, <laughs> there there you go. So uh, actually, Bob's going to be joining us. Bob's. So you guys may know Bob from the custom VWs of the 80s and 90s. That's the title, right? Custom VWs of the 80s and 90s? Yes. yes. And that's uh, Facebook I didn't page. Get real cre- I didn't get real creative there. Yeah, super deep with the name. No, it's good. It's uh, real specific and tells you exactly what it's about. So. <laughs> Yeah, covers all bases. But so Bob's going to be with us next week. Is we so Bob's flying here to because Bob, uh, Bob like me is also into other cars, hot rods and stuff like that. And we had a good time a couple years ago at the Grand. I think it was two years ago, two or three years two. ago. Two at the Grand National. Well, I've been every year since. But yeah, that was our our deal was two years ago, and then I went last year also. So it was twenty twenty two when we went yes. then. So in 2022, they had VWs in Building 9, and Building 9 is usually like the special display building, so that's when we kind of had this whole thing, and we rented a house. It was me, Brent, Bob, and Tori Alonzo, and it was it was pretty fun. We had a good time. I mean, I think I think we had a good time, right? And so... Well, I don't know. I wasn't in that house. You, you, were, you, you must have had a really good time, because you don't remember that I wasn't there. No, I remember, well, I remember you were there at the show. You just weren't staying with us. You weren't oh, staying right. with us, right. Yeah, so... And Johnny, Tori Alonzo, Johnny Knoxville, because he looks just like Johnny. If you guys haven't seen him, he looks just like Johnny Knoxville. But um, hmm, he I don't was, get that. No, he's there, bro. You better look him up. I don't get it, Tori Alonzo. But, Johnny uh, Knoxville. yeah, so I, I, it felt like you were there because the time I spent with you just seemed to drag on forever. But either way, <laughs> either way. Well, plus, uh, my, plus my dad sat at your table while you guys did like 10 podcasts. Yeah, 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 I dig it. I dig it. He's like, I need to sit down, and I don't even care if these guys are doing a podcast. I was like, have a seat, Dad. This guy never shuts up. This one over here with the yeah. microphone. <laughs> so, uh, Bob, Bob, you're actually flying to Vegas next Thursday. Thursday. Next Thursday, and then we're gonna staying hop at the beautiful, staying at the beautiful Orleans, Orleans Hotel. Nice. That's right. That's Keeping right. Keeping it real. And Prepping for one crazy weekend. That's right. He's doing a dry run. Speaking of one crazy weekend, October 3rd through the 5th in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Orleans Hotel and Casino. One yep. crazy weekend. That's right. Friday meet and greet. Saturday car show. Saturday night, the world famous Las... World famous LTD poker run That's with right. two thousand dollars in cash prizes. Actually, last come year, come one, come all. Actually, last year we gave away twenty five hundred dollars. There you go. See, this year I want to give away three thousand bucks. What? I, and I'm just trying to what? figure. Out, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out more ridiculous ways to figure out to make to make money where anybody could win it. But I, I'm I've got to except come up with for me creative. and my wife. <laughs> yeah, George. <laughs> George is like, you can't win the money. You can let your wife play. I'm okay with her playing. I'm gonna yeah. tell her she can she can get a chance to Not win the money. Not a chance. She can get a chance to win the money. So, um, either way, so you're coming down. We're hopping in my bus and we're gonna drive down. So George is going with us now because George Eric and Eric Black and I going, will be we're, we're we're going on our buses to go to Octo and we're and more I've than convinced them to willing go, to go a little early. Yeah, to leave early Friday morning and drive down with us to the Roadster show and go hang out over there. So. What are you guys driving? We're driving the double cab. Okay. So you're taking a Volkswagen too. Okay. Yeah. And bro. then you're going to do Octo also yeah. I'm gonna do on the, Saturday? Yeah. So I'm driving the double cab. Okay. Um, I'm All probably, right. uh, Bob, you, you I'm, I'm dropping you off at the. I didn't know anything. About, I didn't know what we're taking, but now that's nice. That's, I, I, like the, I like that we're taking the double cab. Well, I just hear that now. 
but <laughs> it's a little cold. I mean, yeah. it's no, it's no oh, Maserati fine, or whatever you got, but Aston Martin, whatever. But, Aston Martin. Yeah, yeah. Let's but, get it straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but we're going to be going down in that and then hanging out at the Roadster show for the day and then Octo the next day. So, and then turn right around and come straight back. So we'll come back on. Does, uh, does Buddy get there. preferential treatment since he's already had a car there? Like Who? His buddy. Like for the car they're taking? No, the... actually, Buddy's going to be debuting Wayne's car, which is super sick. Yeah. That you've been seeing the car he's been working on. So I'm excited to see that. So how that, so how that, was, that, how that works is because I just did all his banners and back, backdrops for that. Mm-hmm. He basically has a, for, for lack of a better term, a trade show booth. But what people probably spectators don't realize is some of those cars in those quote unquote trade show booths mm-hmm. are part of the show. So that 68 that he's building is in the show, but it will be in his booth. Very cool. You know what I'm saying? Like it'll yeah. be a judge yep. vehicle, but it's in his booth. Yep. Nice. Well, it should be, it should be interesting to, uh, and I'll probably wrap the buddy before they head down there and do that. See if there's anything I can do to help them out. But yeah, I think it's sick. I'm stoked <clears> for him. I'm stoked for Wayne too. That's going to be a sick ride. Yeah. Wayne's been waiting a long time. Yeah. Now. So, Hey, to take time. Well, no, no, time wait as long as Bill, well what I'm saying, what I'm saying is he's been waiting. He's, he's been waiting long from the standpoint of like, he started the car with the build going one direction and yeah. then switched gears all together. So I know I was just breaking your balls. Yeah. I don't know. You know yeah, yeah. Been like, what, 20 years, 20 Wayne, years on that way. Wayne, Wayne approached it. me about building that car. And then as soon as he mentioned that, well, you know, I also talked to buddy. I said, Oh, I said, if you're even in buddy Hale's conversation, I said, and you can get in a shop, get in there. I said, that's way different. Yes. Get in there, please. I don't know if he should be mad at you or happy or what. I'm stoked for him. I couldn't have <laughs> built what they built there. I don't got that. I mean, no, it's, I don't have it's, that, that skill set. Those guys, they're, they're next level. And, People need to give them props on that. Yeah. That shop is putting VWs on the map. It's a it's it's a rad car. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to seeing it. So, um, but either way, so uh, that's the Roadster show coming up, and then, and then Octo Octo. What's what's the next show after that? Uh, Silverado, I think in March. So is it February, March? March? Yeah, I think Silverado is in March. Mm-hmm. On the on the East Coast, there's a. Uh, I guess it's like two. Two weeks from now, maybe three weeks from yeah, now. Yeah, Bob, you're supposed to represent the whole now. East Coast. What's going on with you, dude? <laughs> Look, three weeks, three weeks from now is this. It's uh, the what do they call it? Uh, Winter Volksfest. It's a. Uh, it, it's an all indoor show in Raleigh, North Carolina. Nice indoor. That's it's cool. the one. It's uh, Kathy Jacobs. She puts on that. You probably heard of, like Fast Times at Farmington. Yeah. So, same lady who promotes that show does this show, and it was small for years in. Basically, it was just maxed out because the they didn't have, you know, the venue was just so big, so they only allowed so many cars in. But now they got a bigger venue. I think I might take a ride down and see it because it's it's like an eight hour drive. Yeah, but, the Winter Volksfest yeah. that's happening uh, February twenty fourth in Riley, North Carolina. Just indoor. That's super cool. I like that. Yeah, it's all indoor. You know, it, it's an excuse to go do something in the winter time. Yeah. Here, you know what I mean. Yep. And then after that, the next event after that is going to be uh, Hot Beauty Beast Drag Day in Irwindale, March tenth. So Bob, I got a question for you. When you, how are the East Coast shows back there? Like when you go, what's the attendance like? It's hit or miss. I mean, it depends. Like that, like there's some shows, in my opinion, you you just, you know, you just don't miss. Mm-hmm. And then there's some that are like, I don't know. It's, there's so many of them now. Yeah. I even think that it's like, you know, I mean, you, you, we talked about. I've, I've talked about it nauseum sometimes with 
you know, SoCal VW week. Well, now it's like SoCal VW month. Yeah. Like yeah. it's almost so watered down now. It does. It you affects know, it. You know, you know, the eighties and nineties page, you know, like I'm, you know, that's where my focus is. But like, when you think you go back to those shows, back to that era, there was like a big show every month. Well now, like around here, it's like a whole bunch of little shows and it's like, you know, but, um, you know, it's like, okay, well, if I don't go to this one, I'll go to the next one. So yeah. then if everybody has that mentality, it dilutes it, but there are some, there are some big ones, the, you know, June bug, which is held at Maple Grove raceway. That's a big one that usually gets, you know, three, 400 cars. Nice. And then, you know, this winter Volksfest, I mean, it's, it's turning out to be something worth going to, you know, it is an indoor yeah. show, it's, you know, it's not, there's not gonna be 500 cars there, but it's, it's cool. You know, it's a, it's a cool thing. Um, you know, if you're talking about the whole East Coast, hands down, the biggest one out here is the the, the Florida Bug Jam. Yeah. You know. We really need to make it out to that, Bill. We should really plan that. When What by, time of year is by. that? What time of year is that, Bob? That is, uh, it's like Veterans, it's like Veterans Weekend. So it's like November, like the first or second week in November. Okay. Yeah, like, we, it's right around Veterans Weekend. So it's right about after one crazy weekend, and then we'd have Octo, and then right after that would be... Florida, yeah, no, I I would want to go to Florida. That's why I didn't. I you, last year was the first year I missed the Florida Bug Jam in I don't know years mm -hmm. because I came to Octo or not Octo. I came to you know one crazy weekend. Yeah, yeah. I was like you know now I'm going away again. You know, yeah, you got to pick and choose. You got to pick and choose sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I like to do the show. The most practical thing is to fly out and go yeah. check out the show, but it really. I'd love to do a road trip cross country and just go do it. It's a pretty, it's a pretty. Uh, well, it's a three day drive pretty across big deal. drive across the country, three but, to, three to four days potentially. And you put in a Volkswagen, it's going to probably stretch out to four to five days. You you got look. I know I know you guys love driving your Volkswagens. Put, put them in a trailer. Put them on a trailer. That's a long. That's a and, long. And, and, take, and take a nice. Take a truck, take a truck that you can hammer down at 80 across the great nation of ours with mm -hmm. air conditioning and Bluetooth. Yeah, we can hammer down 80 in our buses too, though. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> Liz, I'm, like, I'm not arguing with you, Bob. I like I like the uh, the enjoyment of. Um, yeah, then you got a truck and trailer though. There's there's like another impedance. Nah, there, it's you not know? an impedance, bro. It's luxury, luxury, and uh, I mean, I don't need my I don't need my my road stripes, bro. I just need my. I need well, my if it does, somewhere taking my bus. What? If we tow someone, we're taking my bus. I got a trailer that takes both. That's how I Because I mean, I, I got it in my head that I'm bringing a car to you guys for next next year's one crazy weekend. But mm -hmm. yeah, you what's know. the problem with that? Because what's the problem with that? Because Bob, when I you can, go to VW I can, events, I can, you, I, you, you want to have your Volkswagen. And when you go to a VW no event, yeah, you know? it's 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 just the the penny wise pound foolish of me. It's like, oh my gosh, I can fly there. Yeah. In five hours for less than two hundred dollars round trip yep. or i can spend i can spend two thousand dollars <laughs> yeah i can spend two thousand dollars in fuel and drive six days yeah. like it's just like oh my gosh like what am i doing but yeah but unless something really crazy happens on that plane you ain't gonna have a story about it you'll have a story about no, that drive right. home. I mean, <laughs> maybe the door will blow off like that australian air or hey. <laughs> we could only hope yeah. huh <laughs> that was a last. I think it was Alaskan air, wasn't it? the door flew out. Alaskan air, no, you're not yeah, Australia, of what, And how far is that drive for you from uh, Pennsylvania? from Pennsylvania to Florida? Yeah, how long is that? Oh, if Penn, if Florida was California, I'd be there every weekend. Yeah, um, I can make it from here to the top of Florida in about twelve hours. 
And then you'd solve so all the, the all four so of the the, So like it's it's like a perfect it's like a perfect drive. I mean you know us old like I used to do it non you know straight through no problem all the way to Key West. But yeah. now you're an you old know, man. Well, right exactly. So now you leave at like you know three o'clock in the afternoon. You get to the Florida border. You pull over. You sleep in a truck for a couple hours, and then you motor on. And you know by lunchtime you're over at the. Uh, you, you know, you're over in, on the west coast of Florida. Yeah. Well, you so know, I do. I I actually do have a car that's being uh, that's being done up in Pennsylvania right now. Yeah. And I could grab that car. I just had the 1600 rebuilt. That 1600 dual carb single port motor. Wait, is that car blue? Yep. And. Uh, oh, I didn't know that that was still on. I thought that was. I thought that was. I thought that ship failed. <laughs> When you say that That's ship sailed, you mean, you, you mean you mean I, I bought that car? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I bought the car yeah, and I, I, did, yeah, I, didn't I didn't want realize it. that you actually. I, I didn't realize you actually pulled the trigger on that. Yeah, I know I bought I saw, it. Yeah, and, yeah, because I, I saw he posted something up the other day. Yeah, so so I, maybe we'll fly out, grab that car, and drive down with Bob. You hmm. towing yours down, Bob? When you go to uh, Florida, yeah. you actually take a car with you. Or you fly out there. I. I, sometimes I take a car. Sometimes the last, so the last time I went down, mm-hmm. I drove, I, I drove my truck. I went to the bug jam. I left and I drove to Houston, which is like driving from here to, yeah, yeah it's like all the way around. And that's when I got the ass. I actually went and rented a U-Haul, drove it home. Nice. Or, or trailered it home. Yeah. But yeah, no, I've taken cars there and I've not taken cars there. It's well, like we flying to, to Vegas. It's like I can I can fly to Orlando mm-hmm. for like you know a hundred dollars round trip. Right. So it's like like you know you you get there and you're like do do I, do I do I, how much do I really need the car down there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I hear it's cheaper than buying the new underwear you're gonna ruin on the trip, bro. I can totally get it. <laughs> right. Totally get it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what would that stop you in your tracks? That great joke. So, so guilty. Bilty had a uh, segment idea. Oh no, I'm, this is my segment idea. My my segment idea right here that's going to be happening is what happened. What happened back when? <laughs> what do you mean? What happened back when? What is this? Well, so he's going to basically so thirty eight years ago. Thirty eight oh, years ago. Oh, thirty eight years ago in on January, something. Something significant happened in the Volkswagen world, and that significance that took place, 1985, January, both issues, Hot VWs and VW Trans, got hoodwinked by a guy named Randy Zelaney, and he had a uh, chopped pink 65 Bug uh, convertible, and I thought it was a Carson Top, but the actual picture shows it's an an actual functioning convertible, at least the cover of Hot VWs does. And with no back window. Correct. Yeah. They didn't want to pay to do that and never still never got it. Cause that car recently came up for sale. What part of the story on it was from my podcast that I did with uh, RK Smith is I said, wasn't there a car? Cause you know, there was the big rivalry between hot VWs and VW trends back in the day. And I said, you know, there was always the rivalry who could get the car first. And this guy had been less than honest with both magazines and told them that he was only shooting it for their magazines. And both these guys came out, with this car on the cover, the same issue, same month. So, um, and then RK told me that after that he wouldn't shoot any more of his stuff, which was for Hot VW's magazine. He wasn't; they weren't going to shoot him anymore ever again because of that little stunt that he pulled. So, 
Um, and recently, this car popped up on your site. Actually, not recently, but in November of 2022, the car, the car went up for sale right before. Uh, what, what's the story? So of this it car? went. So it went up for so so. Um, Randy from Old Bug had it listed on, eight, but but the deal was you had to buy a pair. There was the pink, the pink, chop convertible, and then there was also a like a turquoise like blue. Fenderless high boy style, like street rod, Volks rod, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> that you had to buy. You had to buy the pair of them, right? And so the so ultimately it did pop up on my site because the guy who bought it, I believe, was like in Arkansas, because there was like this you know little shop that was you know getting that thing sort of roadworthy because you know based on the pictures those cars really weren't driven much you know since their heyday. So that car was, I remember they took like the, had like a selected drop front end that they took off and put on like a, a newer, you know, style beam on it and stuff. But yeah, yeah, they, but yeah, that popped up for sale. So they did sell and they're, you know, somewhere in the Midwest. I think Arkansas is where it is. Yeah. And so, but that car was kind of drug out of wherever it was and they had and, and was it the same was that randy was still the same owner of it the whole time all these years yes i believe so yes and i think somebody said that they were they were like trying to sell it for like thirty eight thousand or something crazy like that because i think tory oh no coming. it was it was it was fifty four thousand for the pair yeah it's on randy i, I just pulled wow. it up on randy's site I'm, I'm fifty four thousand for the pair because you, to, to bring to, you brought Tori up. Tori did try to buy that car, right? And we had pictures of it before it was like really for sale for sale, and he did. I think it was like I think he wanted thirty thousand for you know, thirty thousand plus or something for the pink one by itself. But then it was but it was listed on Randy's um, old bug for fifty four thousand for the pair. Now what they sold for, I have no idea. You know, was that's it just that clean? Was it that clean to, to try and get that kind of money? Was it built that nice? No. Because no. I mean, most it 80s been, cars it weren't. It might have been back in the day, but no. I mean, look. It was an 80s build. Yeah. That means carpets glued yeah. over the yeah. original paint on the hood. Yeah. It's not like that bad 55 up there in Canada. You know what I'm talking about for sale on I Randy's know. site? So bad 55 was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh it's 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 all black and it's got this pink and blue graphic on the side but literally the entire undercarriage is pink and chrome and like yeah, full, that car full build, show yeah. car and you know and, and that it car, still looks as that, good as it did then that car is originally from canada that 55 i don't know if it was originally from canada but it was built up in vancouver i think is where it is where it is or you know or i don't know what I know the the United States. I don't know what's on the I don't know what's on the left side of Canada, but it's up there somewhere. British Columbia, yeah, yeah, no, no. Um, but yeah, that's where that car is. Yeah, so uh, so thirty thirty eight years ago this month, that car had kind of wrecked both magazines, and so since we're kind of doing a little time lapse back in the day, we're gonna play we're gonna play a little game I came up with, which I thought would be kind of cool. It would be guess the price of the part. And so you guys know the part, the price of parts now. I mean, Bob doesn't because he just puts everything on a credit card. But um, let's see. That's how much rich folks live. Correct. Yeah. So 
um, if I what um, my car is not at Buddy Hale shop, so let's let yeah. it start. <laughs> hey, calm down. Uh, what? <laughs> so I'm gonna go through a couple things that are for sale in the 1985 issue of Hot VWs here, and the first thing that I'm gonna ask you is. There's a set of heads that are for sale, which are like the ultimate racing heads, and they're from uh, small car specialties, right? So they're like their top of the line racing heads, huge valves, 40 by 35.5, full mm. port and polish jobs. So these are the stage S SDS3, I think they called them. And what do you think a set of those 40 by 35.5 fully pol polished and ported heads sell for? And this is in 1985? 1985. What would you have to pay for a pair? I'm going to say $200 each, so $400 for the set. So you're saying $400. I was going to say $500 for the set. Yeah. Well, two, you get, no wonder why you guys were never fast in the 80s, because that set was $600. Well, we weren't far off either. So, <laughs> yeah. well, you're quite a bit. You're you're 50% off. I mean, you're you're 200 bucks off and 400 bucks divided by 2 is 200 bucks. So, you're I was five. Right. So you're two, you're really 20%. Yeah. I you was were, I was the closest without going over. Well, yeah, no, you're you're you guys are 30% shy on the number. So, if they're $600 and then So do, now if you pump those through the inflation calculator, right? Those heads would cost you the equivalent in today's dollars of $1,700 for that set of heads. Now, based on that, we're going to compare them to what, what we're talking performance now, guys. So you guys, are a lot of, you're a little out of school. So if you're what just, is a performance set of like the top line racing heads, which would be, we're just going to call them the uh, yeah, com competition eliminators at CB Performance today, mm -hmm. what is a set of those heads run? 2000 bucks. Bob? Oh, I bet you it's more than that. I'll bet you it's, I'll bet you it's $1,500 a head, if not more. So you're saying 3000 you're saying 2000 mm -hmm. Yeah. So the price on those heads is $2,700 for hmm. comp eliminator heads. And that would be with uh, the little bit of 40, 30 by 5. These I was going to say, when the you're ones I picked 40, 40, 35, 40, and I'm going, we're talking, right? it's, almost 40, bucks. it's almost 40 years old. We're not saying the equi the equivalent, this at the time, was a top-of-the-line racing head. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're comparing like the best of the best on this level. I know there's uh, someone's going to say, oh, Bill, they make these heads and those heads, but that's not where we're going. So um, that is, uh, that's, where, that's where we're at. So now... The next question, what was a set, what was a single Michelin 135 selling for it was back so, in the It's so funny. I was going to tell you, look up what it cost for a 135. <laughs> I, I, when I bought Rag Chop, I have an original set of Michelin 165. It's never been mounted, dude, in the garage. Those might go on eBay. NOS. I want to say they're 55. I, I, know that they're not, I know that they're not that expensive today. Yeah. Like all things considered, like you you could buy a one thirty five. You you should be able to buy a one thirty five around a hundred bucks, right. hundred and twenty bucks. So I'm going to say they were probably I don't know what a thirty five dollar tire. I was thinking thirty five or fifty five, somewhere in that range, right there. Well, in 1985, a Michelin one thirty five was thirty one ninety five through Barrett Enterprises. And a 155, or let's just say a 165 for doing mm -hmm. the staggered set, 
for the rear is going to cost you $56.95. $57 for the back tire. Actually more expensive. $32 for the front tire. That $32. Imagine if you went to... And imagine if you want the latest rage. Remember latest rage? They had like those eight pages on the back of the magazine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was yeah. always everything. And they were always cheaper than everybody else. That's right. <laughs> and that $32 back then is today $90.62 based on inflation. And so what is it? So that's about right. You can't I mean, even get I, Michelins. So I don't Because I, I know. Because I think I... I I put I run Firestones. Yeah, I was gonna I, say the Firestones from Summit would be the equivalent of it, the one thirty fives from there. Yeah, and I think I paid like one hundred and twenty or one hundred and thirty dollars a yep. piece for my Firestones from I got them from Coker. Okay, you got yours from Coker, but we get we get them here from Summit because Summit's in Nevada, so they'll get them next day. So they sell the Firestones okay. for the rears and the fronts, and that's where I refer people to get them from is, is Summit Racing. So you and that's for what? For a, a, a five sixty? Is that what it's called? A Firestone 560 or something like that? Hmm. Yeah, it's something like that. And then, and the, you know, and then the back, because I always put yeah. Firestones back there too, but. but I don't like to mix brands when I build cars. I like to have the same brand front and rear tires. Right. Always drives me crazy when I see mismatched tires on a car. Well, when, you, when you're running a K-Max or Nang Kang back in the day, you can't yeah, yeah, add them. Yeah, don't get mad about some Ling Longs, bro. Nankangs, Nankangs still rock it, dude. They're still out Look, there. I still my my doom buggy still has the Nankangs when I put it on in there the in, in the ninth. There you go, still rocking. There's like, well, there's no weight in the front of that doom buggy. There's not even a gas tank up front, so like they literally have no wear on them. Yeah. They still nubs on them. All right, they so, still have no traction either. One thirty fives, and so. No. Next, the next item we're going to play guess the price on in 1985. What was the price on an MP5 MP style five spoke? Eighty nine dollars. And not you're saying in 1985, 1985. Bob? Yeah, I, I, he's probably right. I mean, I was I was going to say probably around 75, 80 bucks. So you go with 75, I'll go with 89. The Where price in 1985 was 49.50. Wow, that's per way off. Oh, I could have bought two for almost anything. 49. No, you couldn't because that 49.50, it was the equivalent. What it would cost you today, it's 140 dollars. So now the real question is, what does one five spoke cost right now? An MP style five spoke from CIP one is 127 for that wheel. So the Man. wheel is technically cheaper, cheaper today than it was back then when adjusted for inflation. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but pretty. the irony but is that is is are we talking polished to polished or are we talking? No, no, no. This is just uh, like a raw finish or. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. Don't worry. For forty nine dollars, I don't think anybody was polishing that. Don't worry, Bob. I know how to do this. I'm a professional. So. Well, I, well, I well to to talk about prices, the the what I do find interesting is that that you know your MP5 spokes are you know. You just did it for inflation, relatively the same price. Yep. The cost of the fake—they're actually cheaper now. Fuchs, the fake Fuchs are so expensive compared to everything else. Yeah, it's weird. Well, it like depends. two grand for a set of them. Hold on, like hold it's on. insane. Let me see this here because I'm on. Uh, right, you're referring to when you're saying that, like a detailed set, like a nice set, or you're just talking about when you go to order. No, online. I'm just saying like the the, the the wheel itself. Yeah. So, a set of fake. A fake Fuchs on nine eleven style five by one thirty fifteen by five and a half. They are one thirty nine, but they're they're the ACC brand, so the 
yeah. the spokes a little. It's kind of square. I, I want to say it's it's a little square. It's kind of yeah. lacking in detail. Um, I don't really see a, a set that I would buy. And what's so they're they're like hundred sixty bucks a set, but or hundred sixty dollars like per so here, wheel. So here, but but so the four and a half, mm-hmm. the the four and a half nine eleven style five by one thirty mm-hmm. on CIP one. $249 for that wheel in chrome. Wow. That's a lot of money for a wheel. That is. I, I mean, it's not I mean, It's not a lot of money for a wheel. It's a lot of money when you compare it to what else. Is right, I think you're getting jacked on the East Coast, dude. I'm looking at the same website, CIP1's website. I see the same wheel. It's it's an, air, it's well, an ACC, air-cooled, air-cooled, whatever. And is it chrome? Well, detail. this is. I got 137 is, here, bro. Oh, fully polished. I, Take it back. Fully polished. Fully chrome. Two forty nine. Yeah. But yeah, chrome. hold on. George has a story about chrome just recently, bro. So jo- uh, <laughs> I think you need to tell your chrome story, bro. Well, we took a we took a bumper down a couple years ago. This is gonna be Bob. Guess how much it cost to chrome a bus bumper? <laughs> yeah, just so, get Bob. So <laughs> we took a sixty six front bumper to get chrome. Just the blade. Just just the blade. Just the tip. I mean the blade. And when we got it back, it did not fit it the was, front post file. <clears throat> it was a little bit bent. Yep. So and the guy said, "Not a problem. We can straighten." The it. The guy's like, "We got a buck in here. We just lay it up on there." And, and you saw that chrome on it. it. Well, that chrome looks amazing. The chrome's beautiful. That's all right. It doesn't fit the car. It has the wrong radius of a bus. And when we called to complain about it, the guy said it was built off of my jig that fits sixty-six buses. And we said, mm, "Doesn't fit this sixty-six or the other two. We tried it on." <laughs> Because after it didn't fit, we were like, let's try another car to make sure your car ain't out of whack. Like, make sure his car yeah. didn't get T-boned. It was half yeah, built like out of Bondo. You, you know, you never it know. It didn't get Brazilian. Yeah. And it didn't. All right, so, Bob, so guess how much it would cost you. You you go there. You show up in your Aston Martin. Southern California. Southern California. You show up in the Aston Martin. Hatches open like white trash style because you try to fit a bus bumper in there. You go, and it's a little knurled no, up. Trap it to the roof. Come on. What are you talking it, about? It's a little knurled <laughs> up because you broke down and got towed home. In your Aston Martin, you wrap the rope around the bumper, so it needs a little bit of needs a little bit of ting tinging on it, and then get chromed. What do you think it would cost you to chrome one bumper blade for a bus and straighten the bumper out? I, I, I am. Yeah, I, I, I need a price, a Bob. I can't. I can't have you quit on me, man. I need three a grand. Okay, let's, let's, come on, bro. Let's like. What well, would you really think grand. It, it was twenty two hundred dollars, yeah, Bob. Bro. It was insane, and I thought it was insane. Twenty two hundred for a blade. Well, I, well, you you had you had me shooting high because yeah. you're you know you're kind of talking. Now I put pressure know. on you, bro. And you cracked under pressure, bro. You threw out outrageous price out there, which made our I didn't throw an outrageous price. Apparently, so wasn't too far off of what you paid. Yeah, twenty two hundred <laughs> outrageous. And it didn't fit. No discount was given because it doesn't fit. They said we're in the wrong. Couldn't believe it. So this I bumper now sits in my shop. On is the baby. The bus you're putting it on is tweaked. I said we tried it on three of them. <laughs> We got, we got, well, I got plenty of buses we sit there and play musical bumpers uh, with. I took, when I had the Bull Run bus done, I had the original bumpers re-chromed, and then I grabbed a 68 rear bumper because this being Vegas, people always take the back bumper, wrap a rope around it, and tow stuff with it, and it was all sandwiched and knurled in and all the stuff. So I took a 68 bumper that was nice, and I said, just drill the holes for the overriders in the 68 bumper and chrome that. When I came to pick my bumpers up, <clears throat> they had straightened my rear bumper like flawlessly and rechromed it and I was and it was the original bumper of the car so I was like oh that's cool I got that and then uh it's 
dead nut straight. I mean, they did it. Yeah, I didn't and try I your back remember. bumper. I, I can't remember what I paid, but I also did that in 2003, and and uh, I used uh, APS, which they're out of business here. Yeah. And they, uh, they'd be kind of people that would just lose your stuff. So what brought this up was I have that bumper in my shop now because my friend obviously had another bumper made for his bus, and I'm trying to make a proper bumper for the 67 I'm working on right now. So I traced Bill's bumper, which he has a beautiful 67 front bumper, and I was like, I'm comparing all the cores I have there, and that chrome one is the best looking core I have, and is the furthest off from even the smashed up bumpers from what I have. Their jig is so wrong, wherever we had that made at. Artistic plating is where that was in yeah, California. Yeah, so <clears throat> we're talking about crazy prices. So one other, I'm gonna throw two more things at you guys. So a link pin beam with adjusters in it in 1985 cost you how much? Just the beam. The beam with a, uh, a beam, a, sway, a custom front end with swayway adjusters in it. Just the center beam, no trailing arms, nothing. Okay. I'm going to say 139. I was going to say, I'll bet you it's, I'll bet it wasn't much more than 100 bucks. There you go. The price for a beam back in 1985, a custom front end with welded in uh, adjusters. Mm hmm. Was ninety eight dollars and fifty cents for the we beam? We weren't too far. We weren't too far. Which today, in today's dollars, that is equivalent to a hundred and forty dollars. Do you know what a beam goes for right now for a link pin adjustable beam? I'm gonna say five. Four twenty nine. You didn't give Bob a chance. Well, yeah. What'd you say, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. I'd guess four twenty nine. If are you nailed it? Well, on sale or off sale? Because four twenty eight ninety nine. But that's crazy. So if you're looking at that right, with adjusted for inflation, it cost it was one hundred and forty bucks in in today's dollars, and now it's. How did we go from a thirty five dollar tire becoming a hundred and forty dollar? Well, adjusted because, to because inflation. the labor rate to do it, to put adjusters in a beam is so high and the tire manufacturing process maybe got a little easier. Hmm. So I found that, I found that interesting now. Uh, well, the other, the other, th uh, well, I guess I, the price you're probably quoting though is also a narrow beam and that then, then you got to add your narrow torsions. Well, narrowed beam, I would be charging more than that for. You're probably no, gonna, that's just that's a just stock a, that's beam. That's a stock, stock beam they put adjusters. adjusters in, yeah. So now the next question I'm going to ask you. So if you went in, like you just got you got your first check working at Kentucky Fried Chicken, Bob, mm -hmm. and you're going to go cow look your car. George was working at Tony and Pete's Pizza at the time. And Frankie now, G's. And now you've got your bug, and you're going to cow look your bug. So you're going to the store. You're buying the typical. You're buying a steering wheel. You're buying a wink mirror. And you're buying some baby turbos or tornadoes. You pick. What do you think you're spending in real dollars back then to buy a steering wheel, side mirrors, and the wink mirror? Three, three. I'll say $110. I would say I'm going to go for $150. You're saying $150 back in the day. And Bob saying one ten. Okay. I said thirty. I said I said like thirty bucks each for the mirrors, and mm -hmm. then fifty, sixty bucks for the for the for the wheel. Okay, the steering wheel with adapter, and this is the ones that you now see on the, the formulings. Formuling France. Yep. Formulings. Oh, if somebody boy. gets one, they're like three hundred dollars original. It Suck was it. with adapter, thirty three dollars and fifty cents. Mm, good guess, Bob. Good guess. You're at side 30. mirrors. Your choice. Baby turbo. Baby tornado. 
twelve fifty each, which is twenty six dollars. Okay, and the wink mirror, four or five panel, you choose. It's twenty five dollars. Twelve fifty. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I threw an extra extra dollar just for a tip. Inflation. Tip for the guy because the guy turned the screen around and said, "Hey, that's going to ask you some questions." And then the wink mirror was seventeen fifty. So it cost you seventy six dollars to cow look your G ride. And I guessed one fifty. He guessed one ten. So that's seventy six. Plus your ninety nine dollar narrow. Plus your ninety nine. No, no, no. We, we were just we were just doing. This was just a Friday pay. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks from the pizza shop, and you're you're you're. Hold on, hold on, bro. I know I wasn't making five hundred dollars in no pizza shop. Hold on, but to top but to top that off, bro. To top that off, let's say you're just customizing this car. You put another. You put a hundred dollar adjustable beam in the front, and then. You went ahead and bought chrome nipple hubcaps. What do you think a set of hubcaps cost back then? Like a, a hubcap? Oh, I'll bet you they were. I'll bet you they were twenty dollars a set of four. I'm gonna go with thirty five for a set of four. They were six dollars a piece for. Oh, you got you nailed then twenty four. Yeah. So, I was looking for Porsche nipple hubcaps. I know they got the the hubcaps because the Porsche nipples. That's were what like, I had. Put, that's what I had on my. After my first bug caught on fire, the second one was a white cow look. And you, you literally described that car to a T. It didn't have the wink mirror, but it had the, the, the tornado mirrors, the bigger ones. Yeah. It had the um it had the Porsche nipple caps, the lowered beam, like it was just, you know, typical typical chrome white cow look, like sixty seven. That's that's crazy, bro. What do you think a quiet pack muffler header that the header that bolts onto your J tubes with a muffler cost? With the quiet pack, I'm mm-hmm. gonna say sixty nine dollars. Bobby, it's your turn. Oh, an exhaust? Uh, yeah. he's probably close. Single fifty quiet. bucks, maybe fifty single quiet pack, fifty dollars. I wouldn't be surprised if I think maybe we're high at fifty dollars. Forty you are forty eight eighty eight. That's go. what it cost you. So into so back then in those dollars back to the cow looking your car on a mm-hmm. payday the steering wheel the wink mirrors and the side mirrors in today's money that would have cost you two hundred dollars to go in and like that's it bro we're going custom dude this steering wheel in the trash those mirrors give me a hammer knock them right off the side of the car but I thought I thought that was super interesting just to see the difference of prices from back then and out I mean obviously everything goes up and down um, but what's interesting is some of the parts are actually the wheels were cheaper today than they were back then in, in equivalent dollars. Yeah. And, uh, the, um, the tires were cheaper. I would say the tires are probably equivalent. Yeah. You know, what's insane is you look at that, what people are asking for those steering wheels, the formula Franks, the formula France steering wheels, people are literally asking $300 for ones that need to be reconditioned. That's so silly. Well, the, the 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 steering wheels I, I find aren't too ridiculous. It's when someone has the horn button with the VW that's logo on the it. real. That's the real. It's 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 not even. Forget about the logo. It's what happens is they once they get old, that rubber becomes oh, yeah. brittle and it just starts falling apart. Like before they became you know super popular, like you know in the throwback era. Like when I when I was redoing the interior of my Doom buggy, I was like, oh, I need a better horn button. And I went on the Samba and says, I wanted, you know, formulating. And some guy had one like NOS, brand new in a package, like sent me one. Okay. You know, but now, like, you know, like that saying, like, they're like hen's teeth. Like, they're really hard. Like, there's guys out there now 3D printing them. Yeah. 
Yeah, when I uh, when I find a whole warehouse full of those horn buttons, dude, that's it for me, bro. I'm hanging it <laughs> up. I will retire. Oh. I'm looking at a wheel on the Samba right now. Team Brothers Tile, done. Done, bro. Done. Shut that place down. <laughs> I don't need it no more. Look, we've got they've got a rosewood formulating France steering wheel on the Samba right now. It's three hundred seventy five dollars, and the horn button looks like it was eaten by a Rottweiler, dude. Like yeah. it's bad. Another. So what's funny is I get another one missing the horn button. This one is for sale. It the leather looks okay on it, and the guy's like, "Made in France, formuling?" Question mark. Um, and he's asking five ninety five for that freaking steering wheel. So I'm actually, I had one. That was, it happened to be in uh, Future Shock when I got it. And then Steve made me a wheel. He made me the two-handle wheel, which is super cool looking for mm-hmm. showing it. It's a little different to drive with it. And so I gave I gave Bob the formulaing and I said, here, take this back to the UK. Or I gave it to Andy and he's got it back there in the UK. He's he's painting it that same color as the car. Mm-hmm. And then having, as it, future shock? having it rewrapped, yeah. So, so it's going to go back into so future it'll shock. Go, it'll go into future shock for driving because it's just too, just too crazy to try to drive that thing with that two spoke steering wheel, dude. It's a little uh, like a yoke, like the Teslas have. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's a little it's a little wild. So it's like a video game. But that's what we got. That's what we got going on. So Bob, you're coming out for the show coming up. Yep, I'll be Thursday, and then you and I are heading out in the. Double cap. There's also that cruise. There's also that cruise night in Ontario, on the that just cruising VW club. They put on that thing at Burger Town. Oh. So there's that on Friday. That that's, Friday night? That on, that's Friday night. Oh, there yeah. you go. I have no problem checking that out because we're actually booking back on about eleven o'clock on Saturday morning. We're coming back to Vegas. Like we need to be back by six o'clock. So I don't know if you guys are, yeah, yeah, no, but no. but uh, Eric and I are coming back early. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna try to go. Stand. I'm gonna try to do. I mean, if if you guys are up for it, I'm gonna try to do at least part of the roaster show on Friday, just so I'm, I'm not rushed on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and then because I want to go, because Saturday is like the main day over there. Mm-hmm. But you know, if we can get some of that done on Friday, you know, and then do whatever, and then that way they're. You know, if we get the uh, for, uh, the Rose to show on after Octo late, it's no mm-hmm. big deal. Yeah. Well, we'll get all that hammered out, but this just concludes the segment of what did it cost? <laughs> what did it cost back then? <laughs> Bill's loving this uh, whole thing. What, what is it cost today? This is a funky instrumental. All right, listen, that's enough of that. Man, now, you're quite the producer, bro. <laughs> so, well, listen, bro, I'm a one-man army, and that's what I do. So That's it. Uh, another thing that I just wanted to get from you guys. So George has his YouTube channel he's been working on. And I wanted to ask you guys, what YouTube channels do you guys watch? Like what YouTube channels? And do you watch any VW YouTube channels or what YouTube channels do you watch mostly I that watch, are car related? Car- I watch Matt Armstrong. Matt Armstrong, which we saw him at the SEMA show, right? Yeah. I think I really enjoy his channel. You're asking <clears> the wrong guy. I don't watch YouTube. I see you watching Swatch videos all the time. Don't play like you don't watch YouTube. I see you. I see you watching Swatch. Well, Bob I obviously watches I mean, Top I, Gear. I watch YouTube. I only, I literally only watch YouTube when 
I need to like learn something like pretty much, you know, Oh, I got to replace the shocks in my BMW. So I go on a tutorial or, mm -hmm. you know, this broke and I need to look at that. Like that, that's, I, I, I never watch like shows. Yeah. Hmm. I watch uh, the majority of stuff I watch are mountain bike, Matt Jones, and then car stuff is Matt Armstrong. Um, that there's a few guys that I follow, but those are those are my two mains, Matt Jones and Matt Armstrong. Matt Jones and Matt Armstrong. I actually watch, uh, I mean, I watch a bunch of stuff to find out about uh, just like local, uh, like financial stuff and mm -hmm. economic stuff and things like that because that's what I'm into. All right, not really, but uh, I watch some of that stuff. But with the car stuff that I love watching, Autotopia LA, I like that show. Um, that's the one where the guy crashed that car. Yeah, I remember that so, breaks. Uh, Autotopia LA is one that I watch a bunch. And, um, what's the other one that's on my feed? I watch I a lot of donut too. There used to be, I can't, I can't get through five minutes of that donut, dude. I oh, don't, I like I donut. I don't even know why. I some dude. great stuff on there. Funny. But yeah, I watch, um, I watch that and I watch, um, let me see what's on my subscription list. I'll see who I'm subscribed to. But I watch like, um, Mostly, and I just found a channel called Jim's Automotive Machine Shop, and it's pretty slick because they do like all these wild, like they're working on this obscure motor and the block is cracked. So, like they go through, weld this thing up and do all this extra Deep stuff they got going on. Stuff, yeah, yeah, they just got a, a bunch of cool stuff. And I watch a little bit of the uh, what's what's the one called Street Beefs? <laughs> I, watch some, <laughs> I watch some street. That's street where they beefs. fight on the street, Bob. <laughs> My wife's like, they what fight are you in someone's watching? backyard, oh. literally in a chain link fence. <laughs> but, yeah. And these people like get really hurt. It's and it's like it's, it's not for a UFC title. It's for Street Beefs. There's no prize, no nothing. Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's terrible, dude. Um, and then, well, hopefully everybody's watching the wagon. Well, hope so. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. So you guys can watch the wagon, or you guys can uh, check out. I'm trying to keep a good, good source of tutorials out there for VWs. Yeah, get straight to business and let's do this. This is this is what I do when I'm doing this job. Yeah, it's there's there's lot. I mean, there's lots to watch out there. But car stuff that I watched, there was one. I think it was Dead End Magazine. I think I was watching too. Would do some do some lowrider stuff, and uh, I catch myself, you know, looking at watching some of these oddball things where the guys just watch uh that mike mike effing uh mike mike frankenvich or something like that mm -hmm. there's that dude that walks around a bunch of the car shows and just walks through pomona swap meet and all that stuff and then there's a a vw guy mike effing garage and mm -hmm. uh i watch some of his stuff it just it just depends you know um but i'll just cruise through some stuff just to see the the usual stuff that i watch but yeah, that's the stuff that I've been watching. And I'll, I'll tell you what I I'll tell you what I, I I don't watch it, but it, apparently a lot of people must. Um, uh, with that Randy, the artist Randy, the guy who's the artist Randy. Um, uh huh. Oh, rad that Randy rad Flack. TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Randy and what's Ten Foot Doug or whatever had uh -huh. that channel, and so I bumped into Randy Slack down at, well, the Florida Bug Jam takes place the same weekend as Bully Brigade or it used to, whatever. And I bumped into him and he's just live recording as I'm talking to him. And you know, you know me, I'm not, I like being on stuff. <laughs> Apparently I was on that channel because I got text messages. Hey, I saw you on that. I saw you on, on Randy's side. I saw you. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like I, 
like three, four or five people sent me texts about seeing me on there. So I guess people are watching that channel. At least yeah. four or five people. I mean, you, listen, bro, it's Bob from the 80s custom VW. <laughs> yeah, 80s, well. Custom VWs of the 80s and 90s. So listen, it's worth it. So hey, well, back, to your, back to your wheels. I have a 2010 issue of VW, uh, hot VWs right here. Okay. That's when Flat Four came out with those uh, with their with the fake Fuchs. Oh, in two thousand ten. Well, that was you know that era. That around that time is when the Flat Fours came out, and Flat Fours what the Chromes are two hundred and twenty nine dollars, and that does not include a center cap, which is thirty two bucks extra. Yeah, and that was in twenty ten. So they're right around the same. But price. even Flat Fours right now well, have the no, following. that's three. That's three fifty. They're two fifty nine. That because that's what I paid. Yeah. When I ch I changed the wheels in 2010 because that's when I first came out to California, and I was like, oh god, I I just I always wanted Fuchs, and then I came back from California. It was like the first time I was like out there with uh, you know doing car stuff. I came back and I bought those flat floors because everybody's like, oh, they're so much better than the MPs, so much better than the MPs. And then, truth be told, I bought an MP for the spare tire just because I was curious to see the difference. Mm -hmm. And I remember I put a post up on the Samba of pictures like front and back. And like, I think these things are made in the exact same factory. Most likely they are. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of that going on. And actually one of the guys in um, the UK, I'm wanting to get him on. Um, I can't think of his name. He had a, he, he sells a bunch of empty stuff off the top of my head. His name escapes me, but, um, they actually manufactured the J the JG JGE wheels mm -hmm. is, was the name of his company. And, um, they had a big lawsuit thing. And it's one of the things I wanted to get him on the podcast and talk about, because I thought it was interesting that, you know, in, in our hobby, there's a bunch of people that, that get on there. Undercutters. And, well, not even undercutters. They just get on there to make something that's not available. And then all of a sudden they get sued. So here's a quick trivia question for you guys hot vw's magazine what is the first year what year is the first time a square back is on the cover it doesn't have to be full cover but a square back is on the cover you need to call paul davis now no, i'm not calling I'm paul go davis. i'm talking to you guys. don't quit i have no idea i, say 92. I, I was i would say no. i wouldn't be surprised if it's in the 70s i would say maybe 79 Okay, I'm gonna go with eighty eighty six. I'm gonna go with eighty six. Nineteen April nineteen seventy three. There's a gold. There's a yellow lowered panel side square back on polished. Uh, as old as I eight am. spokes. Yeah, nineteen seventy three is the first year that there was. Is that possibly May of seventy three. Uh, it's April. So just before <laughs> actually would have been released. Yeah, <clears throat> it would have been released that day. So I thought that was a pretty slick. Um, pretty slick thing that i just came up with off the top of my head just because that's what i am man dude. Crazy producer, are you a creator man. yeah i just create i create content that you're listening to right now so yeah um i uh, appreciate you guys for coming on anything so bob anything you got coming up any features you had that just been published that you want to brag about any of that kind of stuff bob no i'm not i the, yes the, you're the, a bragger the, just the, brag the new, now the newest the newest issue of of Volks World mm -hmm. does have a feature that I shot for Bob Cook, and he's got a uh, a turbo split window rag. That's uh, it's a pretty badass car, nice. but that's in there. Well, yeah, and Cook. But other than that, no, I haven't. I've been I've been laying low on the 
the hot, the the magazine stuff for a while. Well, Cook may be coming out. Uh, Bob Cook said he's probably going to be coming out to um, one to crazy one crazy weekend. weekend this year. So let's hope we see him out. Yeah, there. I heard I heard a rumor from that about that too. So awesome. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'd, it'd be a good time. So okay, next last trivia question for you guys: What what year is the year the first Carmen Ghia is on the cover of Hot VWs? I know it was on like the second or third issue of VW Trends. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be early. I'm gonna go 1970. I don't know when that magazine started, but I'll I don't probably, either. <laughs> well, seven. Well, 75 was like I think 75. 75 is the cow look. That first cow look issue. So I'll just say 74. Okay. 19. 19- 75 January of 1975 there's a red there's a red Gia that says, I can't read what it says on the side Gia memorial issue is what it says so it's the uh, now published monthly bug in 13s on the cover of the super v engine basics and uh, I can't read it says something gear it's a red gear that says old gear something gear but yeah or the gear maybe it's just the gear but yeah, that mm. was the first time. So yeah, well, now you guys learn a little something. The first several issues of Hot VWs just has it says really big on it Dune buggies yeah. and then Hot VW. So it's Dune buggies from 1967 up until geez, it just keeps going up until April of 19. Well, December of nine of 69 is the first time you see a beetle on the cover. So that's interesting. I know there's I know there's the Gia on the first on a, on one of the first four VW trends because the first four VW trends were were like published in conjunction with the Auto House catalog. Yeah, I remember actually, the like the part store, the yeah. Auto House. Mm-hmm. They they had like their complete catalog was in with the magazine. Yeah, I so I bought that magazine to look at that article, and uh, it's episode number three. And nineteen seventy seven has a Carmagia on the cover. It's a green convertible Carmagia on two liter alloy. So, yeah, so that's uh, what we're playing. We're done playing with the uh, VW trivia. See if you know. So if you, if some of you guys were able to keep up with that, um, oh, and I see my two favorite covers, which are like back to back. My two favorite covers of VW trends are April and May of nineteen eighty four. One is at a gas station with a dude with a oval window rag top and he's got the deck lid open and there's a helpful girl in a bikini that's next to him in a, <laughs> in a squatting position <laughs> while there's a girl across on the next pump wiping in a bikini just so happens wiping down the hood of that car and then in the next issue there's a thread here this is why we thought women would be attracted to cars <laughs> right it's 100 percent where we're like oh bro these chicks should be side. flocking to my car when i build it so, and then the next month's issue. So that was one at like a like a a gas station uh, with a with a like a raspberry oval and then a yellow and black bug uh, at the gas pumps and then girls in bikinis helping. And then the next issue, May of nineteen eighty four, is got a really cute looking blonde girl. She's got her hair feathered just right, and uh, she's she's helping wipe down the gear. And the girl in the back in the bikini. Well, the girl in the back, she's in a one piece, so she's a little more modest. But she's hosing down a Baja in a driveway. And then there's another girl in a two piece bikini, and she is detailing 
It's a popular car. It was a chopped bug that was on the Mali uh, alloys. And it had funky, crazy graphics on it. It was like a pull-down chop. So yeah, like a, it even had a whale tail on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, Ooh, it, a it, was, it was one. No, it's not a Mulholland. It's, it's, it's almost as California as it gets with a whale tail for some reason. Yeah, bro, it's crazy. It's got that Steve Beam paint job, like crazy, like really over-the-top graphic. I mean, it's really a cool car. That's yeah, wild. Uh, speaking of uh, this next week, we have our uh, our, boy, our, our boy Cornos coming down today. Oh, Ryan Corno! Ryan, Shout out to thanks. Ryan Corno. We'll be seeing you at the yeah, Ryan he's called that. Show. His, his son Bryce. Oh, yeah. they're fun. They're they're fun dudes. I had a good time with them last year. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing them. We're awesome. gonna we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be checking that out. I think if we don't have anything else to cover, George, you want to plug your YouTube channel? That people can go check it out. Go check out the wagon on YouTube. W a g e n mm-hmm. for good VW air cool tutorials. And then uh, Bobby Boy, you got uh, your, your Facebook page. You want to remind everybody if they're not on Facebook, go check out this Facebook page. Yeah, the Facebook page is custom VWs of the 80s and 90s. Nice. If, I'm, or chances are, if you're listening, you're, you're on it. Yeah. Right, right. There's a lot of people on it now. No. How many members you got on that page right now? I think it's like 25 or 26,000. Dang, that's a lot of stuff to not be selling some t-shirts, Bob. So get some, get you tighten some, it up, brother. Let's tighten it up. Get you some custom shirts. But I do have to say, on the on the main cover art of that picture that you don't have, even, don't even start. No, don't no, no. You've got you've got my favorite car. One of my favorite cars, Cat's Rag, is one of my. Oh, I, I I've been it. thinking so it. long and hard, like, dude, if I find a '59 Ragtop, I may build a tribute car to that. But nonetheless. I got too many irons in the fire already as we go. And it's uh, just the best photograph. Like it is. in the era of all of bikinis, there's this girl modestly dressed, but still super sexy. It's just a great, great photograph. Yeah, I just like how uh she just Looks seems straight. She just seems completely out of league for the dudes in the back of the picture and they're just like, dang, bro. Should we, hey, Holmes, should we jump her? <laughs> so, at any rate, man, right. th- Bob, thanks for coming on. Thanks for, midnight. thanks for coming you. on. Go to bed, East Coaster, and uh, we'll talk to you guys again later. You probably don't know that there's a new Volkswagen out that doesn't look like a Volkswagen. Volkswagen.